<clears throat> right. For a long time now, I've been wanting to start a podcast. I constantly talk to friends and family and anyone that knows me about the need to tell your story and help other people tell theirs. And sometimes I don't push myself to go and tell my own. I, I constantly tell my story and things to other people, my clients, my friends, my family. I, I constantly I have a story that I tell people about what I do. I just have never gone to the extent of pushing it out to the wider audience. And this, this is what I intend for my podcast to be. Um, it's the 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 whole podcast concept that I wanted to introduce is called Shining Light and I guess I want to shine light on people like myself that perhaps haven't quite made it to their ultimate goal yet they're somewhere along the way in doing that and they're just trying to find an outlet to voice their feelings and ideas about life and about what they do and their passions in a, in a way that people that have already made it have that platform. I'm starting from the beginning. I, I feel like I have a platform with my with my work and with I, I I'm a filmmaker. I make videos, I run a wedding film company, I do videos for companies and then I constantly ask myself why have I not properly started on YouTube I've toyed with it at times I use Instagram I promote myself well through my business I've just never taken that leap to properly elevate me on a personal level and I feel like I need to do that and I feel like there's always been a barrier to thinking Oh, what will people think? Uh, what will my what will the perception of me be? Will I even create an audience? Am I just speaking to nobody? Am I making videos that nobody watches? All of this stuff. But then I guess you kind of just have to start somewhere to get anywhere. And my problem is I focus so much on my business, which has not been a bad thing. My business has grown exponentially in the last two or three years because I focused on it I just know as well as that there is a lot of other stuff I want to be focusing on and this is one of those things so welcome to the shining light podcast today I'll be shining light on myself and telling a story a little bit about where I came from and what I do and my name is Ben Radley. Uh, I hope that I can shine a light on subjects that can change and develop people's lives as well as helping myself. And that's what I want this to be. I want to learn things from other people and I want people to learn things from me. I want other people to help find their part. I want to help other people find their own pathway in life and to achieve their ultimate goals. I found my pathway and I'm on my way to achieving my ultimate goal, but I find so many people in life that don't even don't even have a pathway yet. And they can be 
20, 30, 40 years old and they and they haven't found their pathway. A lot of people get stuck in jobs and things that they don't want to be in and people just give up learning. I, I am a constant learner. I constantly want to know new things. If I get stuck doing one thing for too long and I haven't learned something new, I get frustrated. So I start trying to do something new. And I think that's how people should always be. I think you always need to learn new things and develop and improve yourself and that's how you eventually reach your ultimate goal and somewhere within you 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 know what your ultimate goal is your ultimate goal are things that you loved as a kid things that caught your attention throughout your life when you didn't have the stress and the worry of everything else what do you purely love in life what is it that really captures your attention what is it that you wish you could do every single day, but for some reason you just wake up every morning and you don't do it because you believe it's so far out of out of touch with everything that you are doing? What is it? Because that's what you should be aiming for. My vision, which I didn't really know until three or four years ago, was creativity and making things and that's how I ended up making videos and filmmaking and I started my company and now I make wedding films and films for companies and I only work with companies that have the similar mindset to me of just wanting to make something amazing and that's how I found and that's my path and I'm going to go a bit more into how I came into that and how it developed and, and hopefully that will open up an uh, avenue to show people how they can find their own pathway too. I hope I'm not rambling too much. This is kind of what this first episode is going to be. It probably is just going to be me rambling on. But I've got to get into it somehow. And this is it. So the aim of the podcast is not to speak to people that listeners would perceive as already made it. But to speak from a perspective and guest perspective of what it's like to be in the struggle. By that I mean someone that is on the path to achieving their dreams or setting their goals that might have made that might have made it somewhere along the the timeline like myself but perhaps not all the way. I feel like these people including myself need the outlet and exposure to be able to one help others and two help themselves along the way. I want this podcast to shine light on people involved in all kinds of different worlds and industries, people that really want to make a difference. And I hope this podcast makes a difference to those listening. I hope that makes sense. I hope I haven't rambled too much. Now let's get into episode one. So episode one is just a short introduction and it's a little bit of me telling my story. Now I am a bit of a storyteller and I am known to most people as a filmmaker and a creative. I run a wedding film company as well as a commercial video production and a social media agency. I'm also all about health fitness and all-around balanced lifestyle. I'm a gym fanatic, I run, I do weights, I, I am in, into anything like that. I'm constantly switched on, sometimes to a point of obsession. I love what I do, but there is so much more I want to achieve and do beyond what I'm already doing right now. My impatience sometimes gets the better of me, but reflecting on what I've done so far helps to keep me grounded and moving forward. So, Here's a brief background story. I was always a bit of a dreamer when I was a child, always jumping from one thing to the next with ideas of grandeur and jumping at the chance to be creative with anything. I used to make 
outfits of superheroes and things out of paper and I would wear them if I didn't already have a proper outfit anyway. They looked absolutely ridiculous but there was clearly a creative side within me that I think the more I went to school and when you go to school when you're a bit older the more I've realised now that school and secondary school in the UK and high school in America compressed that creativity, they pulled it out of me. And I just said, I had nothing. And then I lost the whole idea that I was even creative. And, and I think that's where, when I was younger, I ran into a bit of trouble. Um, so, where am I going? I, I love what I do. And it's crazy to me that how I got to doing what it is that I do. And the fact that I, I never even considered the stuff that I do up until I was 22 years of age is just mind-blowing to me. And I didn't like school. If something didn't interest me, my mind just wasn't in it. That that was it. If if I didn't like something, I was I was... If I did like something, I was all in. If I didn't, that was it. There was no going back. But if I was into it, I was there. During school, any subject at school never did it for me. It was always everything else that was going on around it. That's the same today as it was when I was 6, 10, 15 years old. I didn't do well in school, not because I wasn't smart, but because I just, I just didn't try. I just didn't care about anything. There was no fun there was nothing there was no stimulation there was it was all regurgitating what you were reading out of a book and what was being pummeled into your head it never stayed there for me because it wasn't the way I wanted to learn and I left school with pretty much nothing behind me I failed at everything in in the UK you have GCSEs and I literally failed everything bar one that I just scraped passing. And that was because I didn't care. It wasn't because I wasn't smart. Something I've realized, something I realized quite quickly after I left school was that it wasn't because I wasn't smart, I just didn't care. I just didn't get on with the way that teachers taught you. I didn't get on with anything about the school system. And all I wanted to do, for some reason, I, I left school and I, and I suddenly had to make a snap decision on what it was that I wanted to do. And in my mind, I just suddenly went, I just want my own business. I don't, I don't know what I want it to be and I don't know how I'm going to do it. I just want my own business. I wanted the freedom to do things I love doing. And I just didn't know what it was at the time. And it's taken me a long time to realise what it was. And so I went from school to suddenly, all right, I want my own business. So I studied, I had to try and claw my way back from failing everything at school. And it was, there was one day, the day that I picked up my GCSEs in August 2000 and 2007, where I got this unbelievable feeling of failure because I hadn't put in the effort and I on that day I was suddenly like right 
I am never going to fail at anything again because I didn't put in the effort. From now on, you put in the effort with everything that you do. My only thought with that was that I wanted to focus on all the things that I love doing. It's quite quick there to come up with a almost a plan B because my plan A was to carry on at the school that I was at, go into their sixth form, which in the UK is you do an extra two years before you go on to a university. At this time I was 16 years old. And I I was suddenly at this point of just trying to trying to at the time when you're 16 years old it's like you're trying to work out your whole life and like your whole life revolves on these decisions that you're making now which which I suddenly I, I come to realize as you get older I think everybody realizes is that that's not true and for me I feel like I've realized that actually apart from the people that you meet and the friends that you make school doesn't matter and and I wouldn't fail to tell this to my kids in the future and to anybody that I know. I don't think school matters. The results you end up with at school are so unimportant to the future that you end up having that uh, it's 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 how you change and develop yourself. And if you ha- and you need you almost need a point of failure to realize what you need how much work you need to put in and what you need to achieve to do the things that you want to do and i realized it i don't know why it hit me so badly there are other people that i had friends around me that also failed and didn't do very well who just kind of carried on as normal but for me it just hit me and i didn't like i didn't like people thinking i was a failure and and i swore that and and some people said things. Some people made fun of it and thought I was stupid and didn't think I'd amount to anything. And and I swore that I would I would put in more effort and work harder than any of these people that doubted me or saw that I had failed. And and I just and I wanted to be the hardest person, hardest working person in the room with any room I went into, with anyone that I knew, and and that was it. So I went to study business, and, and I had to do a kind of a makeup year where I basically did a GCSE level of of school for a year, which it was at a college, but it was it was like a lower level to to kind of get the grades I needed to then do the higher level course. So I spent three years at college studying business, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, trying to figure out what business I would want. And I got all the best grades possible. I recovered everything that I didn't do at, uni- didn't do at school and suddenly was a star student. But I was doing something that I enjoyed doing. I was doing business. I was doing something that would help me in the future create my own business I was learning about stuff I wanted to be learning about and by the end of that three years I didn't know what I wanted my business to be I did start a 
uh, a little eBay business, which I find funny now because I listen to, as, as a lot of you may do, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk and he's constantly talking about people needing to hustle and sell things on eBay and Facebook and anywhere that you can now sell things online. Whereas in, well, in 2008, nine, I, I started doing that. And it was my first way to venture into starting a business. And I had loads of ideas of what I wanted to turn that into as a clothing company, a logo design company or something like that to go on t-shirts. And there were so many different ideas. And I I was against going to university because I looked at all these entrepreneurs and people that at the time I was looking up to and this this wasn't just a this wasn't a fad no one was going through the fad of being a fan of entrepreneurs and wanting to be an entrepreneur like everybody is now this was what i wanted to do there was there was no changing my mind from the age of 16 and that day that i came out of school and i picked up my results and i'd failed at everything it just hit me i i want my own business i want the freedom to do what i want to do and just to grow as big as I want to grow or or not and and whether I failed at it or not at least I knew I put in the effort and I I'm losing my words this 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 is the first time in my uh 17 minutes of talking so far that I've lost my words and so I ended up going to university. I studied at university. I didn't move to university to have the party life and things like that. I moved. I went to university to again study business, focus on studying and to grow my business. And for the first year, I did that. For the first year, I carried on the way I was. I made. I actually ended up making some very good friends despite not living at university. And I got to the end of my first year and suddenly thought, I'm too rigid. I am I'm not open enough. And I wasn't open. I had an idea in my mind, but it was, it was, clo- it was a closed idea. There was no, I was actually still taking elements that I had taken from school where I think they, they compress your creativity And to a sense, three years down the line from leaving, I was still compressed. And I needed to be opened out. So something in me just made me go, right, enjoy yourself. Switch off. You know what you want to do. Open yourself up and go and figure out a different side of life. And... So I moved in with some friends from university. For two years at university, I kind of switched off. I still had the idea in the back of my mind of wanting a business, but I kind of switched off and just went, fuck it, enjoy yourself. And I, and I, and I went a bit crazy for two years. I, I went out all the time. I enjoyed myself. I got friends. I met girls. I drank a lot. And it was the first time since leaving school where I properly let myself go but I maintained the work ethic I came out of university with great results 
I came out with great friends and unbelievable memories. And meeting different people, seeing different sides of different people's lives and what they wanted to do opened up my mind. I lived with two guys that studied video production and I watched them edit things and film our nights out at university. And at the time, I never thought, that's what I'm going to do. I looked at it and thought, how on earth do you do that? How do you edit things? How do you make things? I don't get it. I thought, I'm not creative. I can't do that. And for some reason, school and college and university, even though college and university were amazing for me, I lost my creativity. I didn't even believe that I was creative. And it wasn't until after I'd left university. So during university, we, we I lived in what was known as a party house at my university and we would have people around all the time. We would always try and do the best parties before we went out. We would always try and outdo everyone at dress ups. And one time we bought some giant mask outfits to wear out to university. And whilst we were drunk, I still had my business mind switched on and went to my friend, right, we should start a company where we hire these out and we go out to parties dressed up in them. And that started my second business. And we did it for probably about a year. And we did all right. Uh, it was, I, I've, got, I've got to admit, dressing up in costumes and going to going to parties with with little kids wasn't my idea of fun and wasn't what I particularly wanted to be doing for the rest of my life so I actually stepped out of the business and and for a good couple of years lost a good friend because of it and Within a couple of years after, I, I, I went to study social media for a military insurance company. Which, when you say that, is the most boring thing you could possibly do social media for. A military insurance company is very hard to make exciting. I had six hours a day of nothing I probably had two hours a day of actual work and six hours a day where I just had the freedom to do whatever I wanted and I went into this job pretending almost pretending to my boss that I knew how to make videos that I knew how to design stuff and I knew how to use photoshop and all of this sort of stuff and I didn't but that six hours a day I was sat there googling learning and figuring out how to do it all by the end of it I, I stayed in that job for seven months by the end of it I knew everything not everything but I knew enough to be able to say right I know how to do this I can go and do it somewhere better I can go and do it in a position that is more in tune more creative and gives me the freedom to do more. So I went and did that. I left that job. I went and worked for a radio station where I filmed their events. I made websites. I designed things on Photoshop. I did all the design work, all graphic design, all websites, all video, 
anything that was online based, I was there to do it. I was my own little digital department within this radio station in Salisbury in the UK. And that opened up so much creativity within me that I I was almost sat there just just in inhaling all this information and learning all of this new stuff and it was constant. I was just having things thrown at me that I had to figure out how to do. And I was constantly figuring out new things and learning new things. And this and this is where I think people people don't throw enough people don't throw themselves into a situation like that. I I was willing to throw myself into a situation where I didn't actually know a huge amount, but I was willing to learn it. And and I did, and I learned everything. And by trial and error, I found the things I loved doing, and I found the things I didn't like doing so much. I realized I hated making websites. I absolutely hated it. I did it because I had to, but I hated making websites. Um, but I loved making video. And that trial and error of trying different things at different times and then you I think you you feel your mind gravitate towards one thing more than others I I've learned over the past three or four years to just to just let my mind tell me what it wants to do this is why it's taken me quite a while to start this podcast because my mind is constantly saying just carry on editing just carry on doing your wedding films just carry on doing your videos and your and any other work that you're doing and that can come later i've wanted to do these podcasts for a long time but i listen i try to listen to my mind at the right times to say okay you clearly don't want to do this now don't do it do this instead at the time when I was in that job, I felt my I felt myself going from an employee to having an incredibly strong focus on what I wanted to do personally, which was make videos, be creative, make cool stuff, and start a business. I would say within about three or four months of being in this job, I... I had started my wedding film company uh, and this was because I'd bought a Glidecam, which is like a Steadicam system for those that don't know, on eBay for about £200 and a the person that I bought it from sent me a message to say you should watch a tutorial from a guy named Joe Simon. Now if none of you know Joe Simon, he is a former wedding filmmaker and uh, now a very big commercial and television uh, cameraman, director, DP, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call him, he, he kind of does everything. And he, he is un, he's incredible. Some of the if you check out his stuff on Vimeo, he is now under the name the Delivery Men, which is his company. And you can find him on Instagram and the Joe Simon. And his work, uh, his wedding films, his travel videos, and everything that he uploaded, uh, he was uploading to Vimeo, I was just encapsulated by it. 
I thought, oh my God, this is the sort of stuff I want to be making. I didn't even know people made wedding films that were that good. I didn't know, I just didn't know people could make stuff that was that good and it to be so accessible. I thought you had to be a a film producer in a in Hollywood to be able to make stuff that was that good. And then I suddenly was realizing how accessible all of this stuff was. And I started investing in camera equipment. And then I started finding more and more filmmakers online. And before he got really big, I found Casey Neistat. Uh, I was following Joe Simon. I follow a guy in the UK called Philip Bloom. All of these people I can I can list in the show notes. Um, there was more, I could probably find a lot more examples of people that kind of inspired me to do what I do. And I think that's that's a good thing nowadays is that you you have all of these people to follow online that you can be inspired by. And I found a lot of them, uh, particularly in the area of work that I wanted to get into. And that helped me massively. And, and I think it's a good thing to take inspiration from people like that nowadays, people that you can find online and people that you can listen to on podcasts and Instagram and YouTube and Vimeo. There are, there are so many opportunities for watching things that capture your interest and suddenly make you realize, I want to do that too. And that's basically what I did. And at the same time as I, I was in my job at the radio station, I started my wedding film company. As I saw, I saw the wedding film side as a way to build a company while still having a full-time job. I could film weddings at the weekend. I could work during the week and I could edit after, after I finished work, which was a lot of hours on a computer, but it wasn't for long and it was worth it. So within two or three years after that, and as we come into 2018, which is what we're in now, I, I've now built a successful wedding film company that I charge a good amount of money for. Um, my work is quite well renowned around the UK for producing nice wedding films. And I film weddings in, in wonderful places around the UK. And I also do videos for companies. I am trying to develop a social media side, and there's a there's a lot going on within the within the companies I've uh, I've built over the last three or four years, and and where I've got to, and the fact that I now work for myself full time and run my business doing things I love every single day is is the best thing ever to me i i want when i left my full-time job which i left my full-time job in april last year which was april 2017 i held in for a long time i, I had a lot of weddings the in 2016 and a lot of other work that i don't quite know how i kept myself in a full-time job and kept on top of everything business-wise but i did and and then 2017 was the year that I left and and I've never looked back and I hope for the years to come with what I intend to do with everything that I want to develop that I, I will never look back again and part of what I want to try and put across with all of this as well is people need to take that leap the 
biggest factor in preventing people from going and doing what they love doing for the rest of their life is fear. Fear is crippling and and I still get struck by fear. I got struck by fear when I wanted to make this podcast. I'm 32 minutes in and I'm still struck by fear of the fact that people have probably already got bored. I hope that's not the case and I hope for the maybe two or three people that have got to this 32 minute stage in my podcast of rambling have stuck with me because I guarantee you it's going to get better. The fear is the thing that holds people back. I bet there are millions and millions of people around the world doing jobs they hate whilst in the back of their minds they know what they would rather be doing instead but they don't take that leap to try and do it because they're scared. And I was scared. The, the day that I had to go in and tell my... In fact, I didn't even have to go in, but the day, the day that I was, gonna, I, I was trying to pluck up the courage to say that I wanted to leave my job, I was so scared. I loved... The, the thing is that I actually really enjoyed my job. I'd got to a point where I'd been there long enough. I had a boss that, granted, I, I really got on well with, but he expected a lot. And I was expecting a lot of myself, but every time it came to an event that we had to go to and you had to um, represent the radio station's name all I wanted to do was represent myself all I wanted to do was go and talk to people about my business I didn't care about my job and that was suddenly the point when I realized I need to get out of here but when it came to it I just couldn't do it and and I I had to almost be I was scared I had to almost be looking like I was unhappy sat at my desk for my two bosses to come to me and say right can we have a chat and to ask me if I'm happy and for me to just I'm not good at lying I'm not good at lying anyway so I couldn't pretend but I just went yeah but this is what I want to be doing and then I left I said my business is too busy I don't need to be working full-time anymore I almost offered a part-time role to them to say I could do it part-time at first, but suddenly realised it just wasn't necessary and and I left and, and I've never looked back. And a year and a half down the line, I run my business, I earn more money than I could ever have imagined earning in a full-time job and... And I'm happy. There's so much more that I want to do. I'm so... If I if I had a timeline, I am only... I'm not even a quarter of the way along the timeline and what I plan to be doing, what I would like to be doing. And these podcasts and these... Uh, and talking about what I do and helping other people are big big part of what I want to be doing in the future and and I think because I've I've had a 
a relatively small success story so far with lots of twists and turns in it that I can help other people uh, whether that's young people or even older people that are trying to get out and want to be doing something that they love I'm doing something that I love and it is so hard to get to that point of doing something that you love it is it takes a lot of effort and I'm there but I'm also a long way off and, and another and another thing I found is, is the fact that I am now there doing something that I love every day I know that I want to be doing more but I feel like I've 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 put on the brakes a little bit so I'm like okay I'm doing something that I love why do I need to change it but I do need to change it because there's so much more I want to be doing there is always a constant battle and this podcast hopefully that's a bit of an insight to what I've done where I've come from hopefully it makes some sort of sense I don't know if it does um, and if you've got to this point and you're still listening then well done you but I hope there's a bit of an insight as to where I want this podcast to go. Uh, that that's a bit of my background story. There's probably so there's there's a lot more within that. There's a lot more different stages of my life so far that I could probably delve into to look at why that happened and why this happened and why my mindset is the way it is and why it was the way it was ten years ago or or what. But this is where we are now. This is where I am now, and anybody that is on this podcast with me, um, I, I hope I hope we can kind of share in a in a journey together, and I hope I can bring in people to talk that are like me or that are doing something is doing something completely different that is completely amazing, that has so much more that they want to give and such a big story to tell that hasn't been able to tell it yet i i hope that's what this podcast can do and and i hope it can help people and and i hope it can help me and 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 create another avenue and tell stories that are yet to be told so that is the first episode i i don't think i need to go any further uh, thank you for anybody that has listened. I I want to know a lot. I want to hear a lot about people that are listening, and and I want to know what you want to hear, and if you have any questions. And I know I'm I'm using this Anchor app, and I know that you can send questions. So if you have any questions and you want to send them through, and there I can either answer questions within the podcast or create a whole podcast about one question uh, I don't know where I'm going to go with this this is just a bit of an insight I'm sorry it's been such a ramble I can't believe I've been talking for 40 minutes but thank you to anybody that has listened and I will see you on the next Shining Light podcast and thank you goodbye